0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Tums bring you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show was written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huddle. and Molly will be with you in a minute.
2: This is Don Wilson. Do you know why Tums are called the don't wait relief for acid indigestion? Well, it's simple. With Tums on hand, you don't have to wait even a minute for safe, pleasant relief. There's nothing to mix. You don't even need water. Yes, Tums go right to work, give you top speed relief whenever some favorite food, smoking, or overindulgence causes heartburn, sour stomach, or that unpleasant gassy fullness. Tums are so pleasant, minty-tasting, just like candy. Here's something else really important. Tums are not water-soluble, so they never over-alkalize the stomach, never cause acid rebound. That's another reason why millions of smart Americans always keep Tums handy, always carry them in pocket or purse for record-fast, safe relief whenever or wherever acid indigestion strikes. So don't wait. Get Tums today. They're still only ten cents a roll.
1: I don't know what time it is at your house, but it's half past four in the morning up here at Lake Wapahokee where Mr. McGee and two of his friends are on a duck hunting trip. They're huddled around the table in their cabin right now having their breakfast. More coffee, McGee? Head? Still a couple of cups in the pot.
0: I'll take some more, Doc. Boy, I'm sleepy. How about you, Herb? Coffee? No, thanks, Doc. I'm too excited. Boy, I can't wait to get down there to that lake. I I sure hope there's lots of ducks. Yeah, we ought to get some good shooting, Herb. You just watch me, boy, and do like I do. You'll get ducks. That you-watch-me advice is very sound, Herb. In fact, don't ever take your eyes off him be a little hard to shoot ducks that way, won't it? Well, when you're out with McGee and a loaded shotgun, there's a few little rules to remember. First of all, don't ever get in front of him. Don't, huh? No, I don't like anybody in front of me, Herb. It makes me nervous. Oh. Yes, it makes him nervous, Herb. And the first time he shoots right over your shoulder, I imagine it'll rattle your nerves a little, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't, that. So remember, when we get into the duck blind, you and I stay behind him, see? Right. And when the ducks come in, watch it. Because if they sweep past us while he's shooting and he starts to pivot, don't mess around. Just fling yourself face down in the mud. Uh... Flop down in the mud? Oh, you'll get a little dirty, of course. But the dirt will come off. If you don't throw yourself flat, the top of your head will come off. Oh, look who's talking. Ha! Don't worry about me, Herb. Frankly, I'm worried about me. Well, when we get out in that blind and get loaded up, you just keep your eyes on old scattershot there. When he gets excited, he's murder. More coffee, anyone? Oh, thanks. When Doc starts shooting, he sprays that 12-gauge around like he was watering the lawn. Ha! Well, don't worry. I'll watch both of you. Oh, but hey, shouldn't we get started, fellas? It'll be daylight in half an hour. Yeah, come on, blabbermouth. Get moving. okay. We want to be down at that lake and all settled in the blind before it gets light. Put your dishes over there. We'll wash them later. Yeah, well, here's mine. Uh, I'm going to go get some more shells out of the car. Boy Where'd I put my boots? Oh On the bed Oh boy, I'm stiff all over My back aches too Well, there's no wonder you're stiff Sleeping in a chair all night with a shotgun in your lap Why didn't you go to bed? You heard them noises outside, Doc My gosh, how you could sleep with a wild animal stalking around out there Trying to figure some way to get in at us, I'll never... Wild animal, huh? A pine tree creaks in the wind and he starts screaming for Clyde Beatty Hand me my hunting vest, will you? Here. And for your big fat information, wise guy, I didn't want to say anything about this in front of Herb, see? This being his first hunting trip and everything, and I didn't want to scare him. But there was a tremendous big animal out there last night. I think it was a bear. Oh, stop it. I'm telling you, Fatso, I seen it. What? I tried to wake you up for ten minutes, but you were making so much noise snoring, you couldn't hear it even thunder. So I finally took my shotgun and eased out the door. And out there through the trees, I seen its eyes glowing in the dark. Oh, you probably just... It was the giganticest thing I ever saw, Doc. It growled just once, like this. And I yanked the shotgun up and fired. I suppose the shot just nicked his shoulder. The pain-crazed animal charged, and you finished him off with your hunting knife. No. I missed. Now I'm beginning to believe you. You think there really was something out there, huh? What was it, a cow? A bear, probably. It took off when I shot. Disappeared. Oh, so I come on back in. Oh, I don't think it's. There. Hey, did you see any tracks outside there, Herb? McGee claims there was something outside the cabin last night. Oh, yeah, well, he's right. I was just gonna tell you. Look what I found in the road out there. You won't believe me, huh? What is it, Herb? A hunk of fur? No. Broken glass. What? You must have left your car lights on last night, Doc. Some dirty vandal took a pot shot at him and smashed both headlights. What? McGee. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> well gee whiz, I, 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 I know what it was. Looked like a bear to me with them big eyes glowing. Of all this I'll, stupid. Pay I'll pay for it. I'll well. pay for it. Come on, Doc. Let's get down to the lake. Then ducks will start moving at daylight. Come on, Herb. Grab your gun. Quit pulling around.
1: Let's... There's more fun with the McGees shortly. Some people say our greatest heroes were the leaders of the American Revolution. Some say it was the colonists themselves. But actually, long before Washington and Paul Revere, other heroes were founding this nation. Citizen soldiers banded together to protect the early settlers against Indians. They were the first National Guardsmen. The famous citizen militia of the Revolutionary War continued their great tradition. And today, too, men who want to protect their homes, their loved ones, in peace as in war, are joining the National Guard. And now here's a message of special interest for those of you between the ages of 17 and 18 and a half. You'll be interested in the opportunities to fulfill your military obligations offered to you by the National Guard. You can continue going to school or hold down a job while serving in the National Guard. Go to your local National Guard armory today. Find out how you can help keep your Guard up. Join the National Guard.
0: Watch the mud hole there, fellas. Come on. Watch the brush there, Herb. Come on. Guy's getting gray. It won't be long, huh? Yeah. I hope we get some ducks. My wife will get a big kick out well, of it. Well, here, here we are, guys. Here's the blind. Hey, this is swell. Yeah, it's nice and dry. Yeah. Set the lunch down. Boy, we're right on the edge of the lake. So this is how you build a duck blind, huh? Just brush and corn stalks and... Yeah, just camouflage, that's all. Now, when the ducks come in, to light on the lake, you see. Hey, I see some already, I think. Way up there. Those little specks, look. They're too high, Herb. Keep your head down, though. Don't let them see you. Got to keep ourselves hidden. No, sorry. Oh, that's all right. You'll learn. Where's the shells? Here, Doc you learn, Herb. As soon as I find my duck call here, the next flight that comes over, I'll start calling and bring them down low, see? Well... And when I blow it this time, Doc, don't slap me on the back and holler, look at them come. I nearly swallowed the dad-ratted thing the last time. As I recall, I didn't holler, look at them come. I hollered, which way'd they go? Uh... You scared every duck in 20 miles. Sit down, Herb. We can shoot sitting and they won't see us. Yeah, there, there's quite a bit of technique to this duck hunting, Herb. Anything at all you want to know, boy, anything, you just... Ask me. Right. I usually get the ducks for all of us. Oh, is that so? Now, just a darn minute, Braggy. You seem to forgot who it was that shot the most ducks the last trip. Twelve of them. It wasn't you, fatso. Wasn't you either. It was more Toob's. Hey, Fib, isn't that... The... Okay, so it was more tubes. But who was next with ten ducks? It wasn't you. Uh, Fib? Uh, 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 it wasn't Fib. you either, blabberhead. It was Fred Krupp. Hey, uh, fella... Yeah, but then who was next, wise guy? Aha, uh-huh, come on, a minute, Fellas. Hey, hold it. Hike down, Herb. Answer me, fatso. Who was next? Who got the most ducks after Mort and Fred Krupp? Who? Okay, it was you. Darn no. right it was me. And I got a picture of that duck to prove it, too. One duck. Big deal. Well, somebody ought to shoot, so here goes. Whoa, hey. Ah, hey, oh, holy sucks. <laughs> I, I got one, Doc. Fib! I got one. They're gone. My gosh, Herb, why didn't you warn us they were coming over? I'd have got four or five of them. Well, I tried to, but you guys wouldn't shut up long enough. Aww. That's a good shot, Herb. How do you like that guy? His first time out, and he gets himself... Hey, watch it. Here comes some more. To the left. Low. Shoot, fellas. The old eye doctor got a pair. Good shooting, Doc. I got another one. Hey, why didn't you shoot, McGee? It was an easy shot. If you will kindly remove your big fat carcass off of the box of shells, butterbag, I'll load my shotgun. All the stupid places to set a tub of lard right on... (laughs) shoot too fast, fellas. Look at them come. I got one. I got one. Missed. I think you're leading them too far. I think you're shooting behind them. Sights must be crooked. Oh, you'll get some ducks. Look, way down the lake. Here comes another flight. Oh, there must be a million of them. They're heading right this way. Keep your head down. We won't shoot this time. You take them, Sonny. You'll murder them. Gee, thanks, Doc. Boy, I'll let him get so close I can't miss him. Hey, they're turning away. They went off. Something scared them. Howdy, kid. Good morning. Howdy. Oh. Oh, for the, who the heck are you, bud? Come busting in here scaring away the ducks. We're trying to hunt here.
1: Well, now, uh, I didn't figure you were fishing, young fella. My name's Cloppinger, special county game warden for this lake only. I have to see your hunting license. Mm. Oh, well, fortunately. If you've got licenses. And if you ain't, I'll have to haul you up in
0: front of Justice Peterson. Have to confiscate your ducks, too. I hope you got some mallard hens. They're my favorite. Here's my license, Warden, right here. Yeah. Here's mine, Warden. And here's mine, bud. Hmm. Brand new one, huh? Well, shucks. Can't win every time, I guess. No. Now, if you don't mind, you're scaring the ducks away standing here gabbing. caught a fellow hunting without a license last week, though. Four ducks he had. Canvas backs. My wife stuffed them with sage dressing like a turkey. Sounds fine. Now, if and you And Judge don't... Peterson over for dinner. Got a mighty fine tooth for roast duck the judge has. Yeah. Only fellow I know that can bite into a roast duck and tell you if it's canvas back or sprig. Claims oh. the sprig are a little gameier, the judge claims. Hey, look. Would you get your head down, Warden? There's another flock of ducks coming this way. And... Hey, look at them come. Stay down, fellas. Quiet. Well,
2: I gotta get along. Let the judge back there. Hey,
0: Judge. Hey, where are you are. They got licenses. We've found the other side of the lake, Judge. Look at the duck. A mile high. Oh, this is ridiculous.
1: We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Your radio dial is the key to a world of entertainment when you set it to this, your NBC station. Wherever you hear the familiar three NBC chimes, you know that wonderful radio entertainment awaits you. There's drama, mystery, music, news, and comedy. And tomorrow night in the comedy vein, be sure to listen to Groucho Marx with You Bet Your Life. It's a fast-paced half-hour of question marks and laughs as Groucho throws barbed insults at his contestants from the studio audience. Of course, it's all in fun and all for fun when you set your dial to NBC radio for Groucho Marx playing You Bet Your Life. Join him tomorrow. The same night, you can hear Willard Waterman in the blustering role of Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, the great Gildersleeve, a riot of family comedy fun when Throckmorton bumbles his beleaguered way through another escapade of Summerfield's water commissioner. You'll agree we know that Wednesday's wonderful when you set your dial right here to this station for all of the fine entertainment broadcast over the NBC radio network. Listen tomorrow. (laughs)
0: Well, I knew I'd get the range on them ducks if I stayed with it long enough. Look at that. Uh, we really scored this time, didn't we? Oh, gee, I've had a wonderful time. Been a great trip. Sure be glad to see Molly tomorrow, though. Uh, Everybody hey, get well, an early start. No headlights, you know. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night, fellas. <laughs>
1: NBC and Tums have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program, transcribed with Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Parley Bear as Herb Travis, and Jessica Patrick as the warden. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and
0: Molly.
2: Laugh with Senator Ford and Can You Top This? On the NBC Radio Network.